0: I feel lucky? Like well, do you, punk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of
1: red pump in the morning. You're gonna need a
0: bigger potion I feel the need, the need for
2: speed.
0: Uh, I wish I knew how to quit you.
2: Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out,
1: kid.
0: Happy... Wednesday, moviegoers. Welcome, film fans. Welcome to a new episode of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Juan, and I am joined by the cast, the crew, the Pirates. Zach? Pauli. Craig? Yo, yo. Edward?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: man, it, how, how long has it been, Zach? Uh, you're, you're our human uh, Sheldon over here. How, how many weeks has it been I since read? we've been... All four
3: together, April, May, probably May at least. At least, yeah, yeah. I think you're yeah, right.
0: Because
3: exactly. <laughs> um, I think Manta did the Flash, and then Craig, you're on for John Wick chapter four. So yeah, it's and just, just been hit miss. Spider Man, one, week. yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here. We have a new episode. Uh, we're talking the twentieth anniversary, just a few days, you know, after uh, of Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, We also have a a new top five coming out for you. We have recent watches that we're going to go through. Um, The email bag. We're going to put some gloves on and dig into someone's email bag. Um, Full episode? Full episode.
2: Um, Full episode. Oh my god! It's,
0: it's, it's, you know, you're still in and you're out. Um, Hope everybody had a good week. Zach, what about you?
3: Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Basically binge watch, we'll talk about that in recent watches and that's about it. So.
2: You, you you too.
3: what uh, you Craig? Craig, what about you? You have a good weekend? Uh yeah, quick quick weekend.
1: Um tried to go see Mission Impossible Monday, didn't work out. So that's for... right? It was early access on Monday and Tuesday. I know it's already out yeah. now. Yeah. And so uh, now we wait for tomorrow. Mission
0: impossible. You know I think I'm gonna make it my mission. Try to go watch it this weekend or uh, hopefully before the next time we get on and talk a movie. Ed, um, I'm sorry. What about you? Did you have a good week?
2: <laughs> hey, it was all right. I mean,
0: uh, I got, had a new got, addition, got, a new member to the family.
2: I did, you know, I did get a new uh, toy, if you will. So you. it's already pretty nice. <laughs> First off,
0: you already <laughs> You uh-huh. already go take it to uh, I, I have not yeah.
2: initiated. <laughs> take it to dinner? Not, I have not initiated yet. Um, yeah. So EAP has not been initiated yet.
0: Um, so that, that's what we're here for. But guys, we're also here to help out uh, a friend in need. Um, yeah. You're also watching us live on Emma Swan Productions' YouTube channel. Uh, for everybody who watches this YouTube channel, usually you know you see a bunch of content, wrestling, horror movies, movies, uh, Pokemon cards, all kind of cards, but mainly wrestling, independent, and in Texas. Um, but a lot of that is quiet right now on this YouTube channel. Um, pretty much the only thing you might be seeing weekly is probably us uh, on this YouTube channel. For everybody that's still on Podcast Land, Spotify, Anchor Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, this kind of doesn't um, revolve around pretty much a lot of the audio audio shows. Um, But you still can donate through listening to the audio. Um, So Tiff and Franco, uh, if you're watching this live on on the the YouTube channel, there's their PayPal and their Cash App. You can help them out. You can buy a T-shirt. You can do anything to donate because this past week uh, they found out that their little girl has leukemia, um, which has altered all work-related issues, work-related businesses, um, they work independent wrestling shows on the weekends as well, and all that has just halted for now. Um, so if you can, take a picture of this, go back and watch the, the, the video on demand. Um, if you're listening to this uh, audio podcast, uh, Wednesday after 9 p.m., uh, go back and watch it on the, on the YouTube channel. Uh, just YouTube searching for Wild Productions, and the, the YouTube channel pops up. Um, donate. Anything can help. If you can't donate, go find these guys on social media, share, uh, share their stuff, help them out, do whatever you can. Uh, right there's the GoFundMe, and then the Cash app, and the Venmo all on the streaming uh, YouTube video on demand live at the bottom of the screen. It's also right here in the comments, and if you go to the comments, I have it posted as well on the on the comments, um, which has the links that you can just uh, post up there as well. So um, I know everybody here at this YouTube channel, we I got involved with Franco and and his wife and everybody down in Corpus Christi through networking. Um, You know, we would talk about them for a little bit on our podcast. They would talk about us on their show we did some cross-platform stuff and then they invited us to do this this you know be on their youtube channel and now we can do the the podcast every week from the comfort of our own home now um craig you were on a, a few episodes of theirs that they did uh we've done like some fun uh streams and stuff uh everybody over there is just always so so helpful um so in this time of need let us help them um Go through, click on these links, uh, go back and listen and watch the the audio or the video podcast on YouTube and, uh, you know, do whatever you can. A dollar, it doesn't matter. Just if you can't donate, share it. Um, Send them a message. You know, let them know that everybody's thinking about them. Um, The the little girl got, uh, she had to go back to the hospital today. So everything was going just fine. But, you know, um, so whatever we can do to help out um let us know so very very tough times so like i said if there's anything else we can do um let us let us all know Um, we can can do what, what we can do um like i said you can also find them on all their social medias uh franco um Wrestling Tacos, Emo swap Productions. If you want to get a hold of them, let them know that you're thinking about them. Um, even a quick email, you guys can email us, and we'll we'll send it over to them, read it, um, and we'll we'll do what we can to uh, to help guys. I have a little girl who's eight. Craig, you have a little girl, and it's like if you could imagine just the events that they went through, and she passing out, and you having to take her to the emergency room, and waiting and waiting. Uh, i get shaky just thinking about it if it was mine so um, prayers and everything definitely being sent that way for sure <laughs> Alright guys, now this week we have uh, another top five. This is the second week in a row that we've had a back-to-back top five. Um, We used to have it every week. But this week, guys, last week, Zach, what did we talk about? We
3: talked about our top five most anticipated movies. No, 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 I'm sorry. The best of 2023 so far.
0: Best of 2023 so far. So that was a pretty fun top five. Um, If you haven't seen it yet, go back and listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts at. Um, all the social medias uh, go and check out our links you can find all of our links to our uh, social media pages facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast uh, instagram one word slash the cinnamon movie podcast and the twitter is at 7405
1: um,
0: but yeah last week we talked uh top five um of 2023 so far. We had a lot more fun emails about those top five movies this week as well that I'll get to later. Uh-oh. Um yeah. But this <laughs> week we're talking our top five, uh what we're most looking forward to for the rest of the year. So um that's what we'll get into today. I don't have any honorable mentions. Does anybody else have any?
1: Negative. Barbie. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Hey, it's if- Go for it if that's if that's no. what you're uh, looking forward to. I just have three. I ain't, I ain't nothing wrong with a little. Uh,
2: if if they don't sing the Barbie like awkward. song in there, I'm gonna be kind of mad about that. Exactly, okay. you know.
0: I'm, I'm I think, sure they will. I don't no, know how I they could. I, I think they did. Uh, they did a remake of it with. Uh, what's that? She's
1: Pitbull. No. I'm you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Uh, oh. she's got That was a little you know, too good. She's got colorful hair. I don't know. But no, they, they did a, a,
3: a redo of it just for the movie.
0: So, Zach, you wanted to get through your honorable mention?
3: Uh, yeah, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel to the movie, the other movies, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. I really enjoyed the first one, so we'll see how that one does. And then uh, official honorable mention is Napoleon, the new Ridley Scott movie with Joaquin Phoenix. The trailer dropped this week, and it, look, it looks pretty good. Right, so... We'll see. Yeah, I uh, will start off with number five. Um, I'll
0: go first, I guess. None of us had honorable religions except for Zach. <clears throat> um, the Equalizer 3. You know, it's almost like everything Denzel does and touches That's like I'm going to go out of my way to see that. Even if it's Macbeth and like only two people saw it. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I am going to go out of my way and try to see the Equalizer 3 opening weekend. So, um, Anything
3: Denzel has me that's my number five. Zach? Uh, my number five, if it's done right and they can build like a cool mythology with it, um, I think it could be a really cool idea and a really cool movie is uh, Wonka, Timothy Chalamet, Willy Wonka movie. The trailer dropped yesterday or uh, Monday or whatever. It looks, it looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. So Everything we'll, but we'll see how know? that turns out. Well, I mean you gotta put you gotta put the Oom- oompa lipas in there somehow. So I guess Hugh Grant's gonna do it. So that's my number five.
1: Number uh, five for you, oompa- I mean Edward.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: You know, uh
1: we all won't do it though.
0: <laughs> I don't know nope. my heart, brother.
2: <laughs> uh Peter Pan and Wendy. I don't know if that is out or not yet. I haven't yeah, but that is one that I am looking forward to.
0: It's on Disney Plus, brother.
2: Yes. Is it really yeah. already? Yeah, yeah
1: it's
0: about for yeah. Like two months. Yep, you next haven't week, seen it
1: yet.
3: next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no, what's next week's top five? The worst what's in 2023, 2023 so far. <clears throat> uh, my number
1: five, um, since yeah, my number five is going to be equalizer three. I'm right there with Johnny. <clears throat> um, it's Denzel, and at this point in Denzel's career, um. I mean, you don't know how much more he's going to go on. He's done enough to call it quits. So, I think anytime he does something, you gotta you know take advantage of it and see it when you can on on the big screen. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, number four. Um, it's it's technically already out. Um, it came out, I believe, on Tuesday. But I haven't seen it yet, um, but I'm excited to watch it is uh, the latest A24 movie, Bo is Afraid. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, two hours and 59 minutes of slow A24 movie from what I've heard in the previews. I've heard so many mixed things about it. It's the worst movie they've seen this year. It's the best movie they've seen this year. So it came out on Tuesday. Definitely watch it this weekend, and uh, I'll probably talk about it next week. So number four for me is uh, um,
3: Bo is Afraid. Number four, Zach. Uh, number four again, like my number five. If they can do it right, it should be a really cool movie. Um, the Last Voyage of the Demeanor. It's the the Dracula movie. It's 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 essentially a chapter in the story, in the book of Dracula where they transport his coffin to London on a boat in the middle of the ocean, and all hell literally breaks loose. So I think you know it could be a cool cool horror movie if they play the cards right.
0: Yeah, for sure on that one. And speaking of 2023, like horror
3: movies this year
0: have been producing cash, Like it's almost like an A team at this point for, for movie studios. Yeah. Million dollar budget brings back like 40, 50, 60 million opening weekend. I mean, we just saw that with Insidious Chapter Five. Is it five? Yeah, that came out this past dethroned,
3: weekend. Yeah, dethroned Indiana Jones. So, what does that like tell you? 70 million dollars opening weekend. So, uh,
1: I'm sorry, who uh, Craig? What also dethroned Indiana Jones is Sound of Freedom. Yeah, that's bringing that's, in tons of money. That's pretty good.
3: That's pretty cool.
1: Um, <clears throat> speaking of, Disney had the rights to that. Didn't want to put it out there for whatever reason. Not going to get political. But um, Angel Studios bought it, and now they're making money. Uh, yeah. My number four is going to be uh, Craven the Hunter. Uh, looks fantastic. Still not sure if it's going to be fantastic. Um, I mean, Sony movies have been hit and miss. Um you know the the first Venom movie was pretty good. Second Venom movie was all right. Um, and then what was that one with Jared Leto?
3: No oh, Morbius. Yeah.
1: Morbius. Yeah, that's so. Morbius couple
3: good, good, one bad. So that's we'll see a, where it goes. That's how you know how bad it is. Nobody remembers what that movie was.
1: So, and so worst goes, number four. Number four for you.
2: Number four, uh, just like you just mentioned, came out just this past week. Uh, Insidious: The Red Door. Uh, that one, uh, I've seen a lot of the, uh, uh, what is it, promotional, uh, promotional, uh, Reviews ads for and it. all that for it. it. Looks really, really cool. Uh, yeah, man, I, I followed this Insidious uh, series for a while now, so can't wait
0: for that one. Number, number three for me. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of this. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp. Zach, you mentioned it earlier. I can't wait to see Wonka. I think uh, Timothy Chalamante is going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think I think the only thing that kind of scares me about Wonka is it's from the same creators who did
1: Paddington 2, I believe. Which paddington They're, they're great movies. What movie was that where they talk about Paddington?
3: We oh, just did uh, it. Oh. I'm, I'm bearable way to Massachusetts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's a great joke. Don't talk trash about Paddington, bro. So,
0: but it, 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 I feel like it's going to be a little too kid-friendly. I don't know. you guys know what I'm talking about? The original Willy Wonka is kind of creepy at times. Gene Wilder is definitely not a, a kid favorite. And then the Johnny Depp one is almost eerie as well. So I think this one is – I don't know. I think this one might be too magical. If, yeah. if that's the only thing that worries me is you knew about Willy Wonka with the magic, but he never flaunted it and taunted it. It
1: looks like yeah. he's a full out wizard in the trailer. Uh, I saw Hugh Grant. It's freaking me out. So yeah, well, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited about Hugh Grant being a Wonka <laughs> or an
0: Oklahoma, I mean, I don't know. Um, man. I don't know. But yeah, they they know what they do because every single time,
1: uh, as long as it's not. Just his face plastered on all of them. What was, what movie did they do that where every single one was the same CGI face? it was the Johnny Depp. Yeah, the Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. freaked me out. And they didn't even change his,
0: his look. Like he was just that same was, little Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Saw that in the number theater. Number never is, never had the desire to rewatch it. Never heard from his Walker. What? Ed
1: yeah. number three? Number three three.
3: for me, Zach. Number three. three. Yeah, Uh, my number three has already been mentioned twice. The Equalizer three. I think it's going to be awesome. Denzel he he's never done sequels. The fact that he's done two of the three of these all together, um, it's badass. And this one looks like it's the final one that they're going to do. It looks like they're going to go all out for it. So I saw the trailer for it before Indiana Jones, and it it looks pretty badass. So I'm excited for that one. That's my number three. Ed, number
1: three.
2: Number three for me, I'm going to go ahead and head up with Craven the hunter. Uh, by Craig said, lo- looks really, really good. So he- here's hoping to it. So. Craig, number
0: three. Number
1: three, uh, number three um, this movie stars Orlando Bloom, yeah. which we're also talking about today. Uh, Gran Turismo. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, not much of a, a racing guy as far as a sport goes. But you put me in that Dolby Theater with some roaring engines, and and we got something. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Orlando Bloom, David Harbour, who was in Stranger Things, and um, Black Widow. Looks to be a promising movie. Looks to be good. Looks to be exciting, based on a true story where a guy uh, got a chance to become a race car driver by playing a video game. So um, we'll see. Another Sony movie, by the way.
0: Sony's mm-hmm. killing it. Uh, number two for me is going to be uh, Dune, part two. Crazy! Um, you talk about Dolby, you talk about seeing it on the biggest, best screen that you can possibly see. I think I'm going to have to tag along with you this year to go see it as Dolby. Um, but I'm, number two for me is you know Dune, part two. Number one blew me away. I can't wait to see what this one's <coughs> about. Zach.
3: Uh, number two is probably going to be the front runner for the Oscars this year. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Martin Scorsese's new girthy three hours and 26 minute movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Brendan Fraser's in it. Um, <clears throat> looks really good. Um, it's cool that they shot it here in Oklahoma. So I'm excited to see um, how that transpired, how they translate things in, from then to now or now to then. Um yeah, I think this should be good. It'll have a theatrical release in October, then Apple TV shortly thereafter. So I'm excited to see it.
1: Which Apple original?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, if they get if they yeah. get another Best Picture winner, that's that's pretty impressive.
1: This could be the start of them really starting to produce quality films. Yeah, I mean. So far, they've hit on almost everything they've put out. Everything they've put out has good reviews by the people that watch it.
3: Well, Coda Coda doesn't have a physical release. So I'm pissed about that. Well, and the fact that Apple TV is like one of the newest so uh, streaming platforms, and they've already got an Oscar winner. Uh, Netflix doesn't. Um, HBO, yeah. Hulu. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. So um,
1: HBO probably will though. So let's be eventually. Last you know. of Us. Last of Us is probably going to win. And
3: came out today and it got nominated for pretty much everything. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Craig, hey, what's your number two?
1: i oh, oh. Uh, I'm My number two is Dune. Uh, Johnny, I'm right there with you. Um, wasn't Dune 1 looked cool in the trailers? Uh, you know, it was like something was like, oh, I'll, I'll go see that in the theater. It'll probably be cool and everything. I'm pumped for Dune 2. Um, everything about it, Austin Butler as a villain looks pretty good. Um excited to see what he does after you know his big uh thing with Elvis. So put me in the Dolby baby. That's where we'll be.
0: Uh Edward, number two for you.
2: Number two for me is uh the Hunger Games Battle of Songbird Snakes and Songbirds. Uh looks very, very good. Loving to uh add to the uh lore of the Hunger Games, so can't wait to see that on the screen. It was uh, pretty good in the book, so yeah.
0: In in January, my number one was Mission Impossible. In July, I know what it is. My number one Bart. is not only Killers of the Fire Moon <laughs> because it's not out yet, um, but I'm still sticking with Mission Impossible. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'm excited. It comes out this week. Tom Cruise completely. <laughs> Had his way with all of us in the theater last year, and uh, you know we came out Look, very, very happy people. I think, like it's again. I think he's gonna do the same thing with us this year.
1: Is it still holding strong at ninety nine percent? I haven't checked that, it, but that I was the initial ninety eight.
3: I think it's ninety eight now. I think. I think
2: ninety
1: seven.
3: Oh, well, so some dumbass decided to put a bad review on that, dude. It doesn't have giant airplanes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It probably does <laughs> a
0: giant airplane. But so, that's my number one as uh killer in the Fire but you,
1: still Mission you. Impossible. Bro, he doesn't even go like 10 Gs in it. Oh, she got the she got a ring. Show him the bling. She Show him the bling. Ring. Oh no, yes
3: sir, yes sir. <laughs> I right, go now. I'll be I'll be done. Bit Zach, um, mm-hmm. number, uh, number one. Number one has already been mentioned twice. Uh, Doom Part Two. I'm like, love with you guys. I'm very very excited about this. The, just the cast just the additions to the cast Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken. That second trailer was even better than the first, so <laughs> I'm I'm very very hyped to see how this is going to go. Um yeah, I agree with you. Uh Greg Dolby IMAX, whatever the best way to watch this is. Worldwide. Whatever your
1: preferred way is, get to the biggest screen, get to the best yep. screen. Even hey, so, I might even try a little 4DX. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I believe this is one of those movies when he you hops know, on that. You need a D in your
0: life?
1: <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> I need 4D in my life. <laughs> Edward, number one for you.
2: I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit for this, but it is what it is. Is it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, it's you're not far off, no. You're not far <laughs> off. Uh, the Legend of the White Dragon. Who? The Legend of the White Dragon.
0: Is this an A twenty four movie or something? No. Is this the Jason David Frank movie?
2: It is. It oh is okay. I was about Ranger. to it's the I... Power Ranger movie. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh... uh basically it's uh kind of a, a last hurrah, uh for that oh, matter. Sorry, it's a movie he was working on for a while. Uh, it, it's kind of uh depicting the legendary White Ranger, White Power Ranger, uh in in a I'm not sure if it's going to be like a finale, if it's going to be a goodbye, or if it's going to be just kind of like in this time, in this life,
0: or what. It's going to be a Tim Allen salute, just (laughs) like Tool time. (laughs) (laughs) You do that, Zach at the live. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
1: Um, Craig, number one for you, sir. Finish this (coughs) off. Uh, Number one for me. I had it as a tie, but. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see Oppenheimer, but like, I think number one does Mission Impossible deserves everything. It, it just it deserves it that soul spot number one. Uh, I am excited to see Oppenheimer. I kind of put them one A one B just because they're pretty much a week apart. Um, you could go see them in one day if you wanted to, if you waited till next Thursday. But
3: uh, do a triple feature with Barbie, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible.
1: technically hey that's that's a thursday right there
3: (laughs) don't give him any ideas um no i
1: after watching um which we didn't do any recent recent watches um that's coming up next daddy oh uh, spoiler after watching mission impossible 1 2 3 and 4 uh and then just going back and thinking about top gun like you said like, is this movie going to be in theaters for five months or whatever Like Top Gun was? Probably not, but it'll probably be there throughout September.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and let's get into, Zach, you already gave your number one, right? Everybody gave their number one? Sure. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to participate, some of you already have the emails, uh, send us an email. C-I-N-E-N-E-N-921 at gmail.com for your top five movies you're most looking forward to or your top five movies, best of uh, 2023 so far. Uh, that being said, Craig, let's get into uh, recent watches. You want to start us off. You already said you kind of binge-watched Mission 1 through 4. Uh, same here. Uh, I'm on uh, I Start 5 later this week, probably today or tomorrow.
1: Yeah, same Same with number 5. Um, watch those. Uh, pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3 seem to be on repeat hey. with Adley, so I, at some point, I'm like, hey, it's a little too much, all right? But um, watch those. I actually started watching the Reacher Amazon oh. Prime TV series. Yeah. Um, watched a few episodes of those of that the other day. So I think I'm on episode four now. It's pretty um, good. I absolutely love. Uh, What's his name? Alan Richmond. I think is his yeah, name. Something like that. Um, yeah. After seeing him on Blue Mountain State. Yeah. <laughs> as, yeah as Thad, you're like there's yeah. no way this is gonna be a solid show it, it got me it's it, it hooked me within the first couple minutes of a show and that's that's what i look for in a show um that's usually what keeps me hooked throughout the end of the season so um i'll probably finish that in the next couple of days but um yeah mission one through four and a couple episodes of Reacher. so
0: uh i'll wrap fire one through mine real quick um I got the itch to watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm going to try to go see the new indie uh, this week. Um, you know It was a fun movie. Indiana Jones flying an, an alien artifact. Pretty fun. Um, I'll tell you what wasn't fun. I watched Fantastic Beasts 1, 2, and 3.
3: Um, <laughs> you, you watched what? Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts these. 1, 2, and 3. Oh. Um, you didn't um, like what,
0: them? I liked Where to Find Them. Uh, the best one, to me, was The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then three was just terrible.
3: I did yeah. not like three at all. Um <laughs> I, I honestly don't even remember what happened in three. That's how just how forgettable it was. That's the they one
1: had, with um, more Benzimson.
3: uh
2: <laughs> and they elected a new leader basically for the wizarding world and to me it would be seven
0: six six, seven six five.
1: Yeah, I mean when I watched them months ago, um they were enjoyable, like uh-huh. they weren't tens, but they were enjoyable.
0: I watched, rewatched Mission One, Two, and Three, and Four. Um, those are enjoyable, but uh, you definitely can't tell. Craig, we mentioned over uh, some text messages that they they get Zach. You said too, they get better as they go on with age. Yeah. Um, I checked out Monster House for the first time in years. I Monster forgot house. how good that movie is.
2: the The cartoon, the animated.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I forgot how you know, life. Yeah, I forgot how good that is. Um, can we talk about the opening sequence with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Mission Impossible 3 was that not one of like that was when I watched it I remember it was good but as I'm watching it I was like no there hasn't been many movies that kick off with the opening sequence like that in a while and And, you know the
0: thing I can appreciate is and it's always Philip Seymour Hoffman when he's in it and his face turns red and Passionate, and he's yelling in his dialogue. You stop what you're doing, whether you're looking at your phone, talking to somebody. You stop what you're doing, and you listen to his dialogue. Yeah,
3: I saw that in the theater, and I was just like, "Damn! Like this is what we're in for for this movie." It was. Yeah. That's like that might be that'd be a cool top five as to top five best Mission of possible scenes. That that might be up there in the top five. Honestly, uh, I watched a bad A twenty four movie, False Positive. Oh, no!
0: On, on Hulu, it was a Hulu exclusive.
3: Not a very good movie
0: um i checked out the first episode of secret invasion Mm -hmm. on disney plus Mm -hmm. i thought it was okay and then uh, i checked out the curse of the black pearl uh, for today's episode oh the thing i want to mention that i think is fantastic was flaming hot on hulu Mm -hmm. disney plus if you have not watched it yet i highly recommend it one of my favorite movies if i watched this two (coughs) weeks ago it would have made my top five list last week Oh, nice. I really and get yourself mm. a bag of hot Cheetos
1: because it makes you hungry. <laughs> you gotta eat hot Cheetos with cheese though.
0: Mm.
1: Always, but yeah. Hey, um, What about you? Do you have anything you want to recommend or anything that
0: fun that you watched?
2: Um, so we've been kind of uh, starting to binge. Uh, you're you're gonna be proud of me, but uh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh,
0: okay, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be Yellowstone.
2: I we are. It,
0: I said Johnny. No,
2: nah, um we are on season three
0: nice already, and it's just nice. been a
2: week since like Saturday when we
0: started. Yeah, I, I got mine through pretty pretty quickly. Went through all 12 seasons in like just a few weeks. Um you you can knock out like five episodes in an hour if you're if you're yeah. be right. I
2: watched Curse of the Black Pearl as well, you know, going through that and then uh Funny enough, and I see the figure standing over there on your, uh, yeah, restarted DBZ. Restarted mm. DBZ. <clears throat> so, uh, ah. oh, that's pretty
1: cool. It's a DBZ like, fighter, so it's like kind of animated.
2: Oh, yeah. I was about to say the metallic is pretty cool on the clothes for that matter.
1: But, uh, that, but. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I uh, restarted that, and I'm so far just four episodes in. Or, well, no, five, I'm sorry. Raditz has died. <laughs> Already. But uh, yeah, so far that is uh, that is the beef of it.
0: What would you recommend? The beef. Have you seen beef yet? Beef? No. That's a whole uh, story. You guys eight. need to watch beef are, on Netflix. Are you talking.
3: The A24 TV show.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. no. I thought you were talking about the
3: no, not yet. It got a bunch of Emmy Awards today, so yeah. I guess I'll have to. You have to. I, it's good.
2: I yeah. thought you were talking about the beef uh, that rappers had with each other, the series on that. Those uh, are pretty good.
3: Zach, what about you? What'd you check out this week?
2: <laughs> hey, you <laughs> um, I
3: recommend No, we just did like a binge watch Black, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl and we uh, binged watch The Good Doctor. We're like on season four now. And uh, next week, Star Trek. Check it out on Paramount Plus. So. But this week's episode, this movie that we are about
0: to talk about, you guys can talk and watch uh, on Disney+. Plus. I don't recommend the 4K. It's a terrible transfer. You might as well just stay at home and watch the Blu-ray or watch it on Disney+. Plus. Um, but that's what we're getting ready to dig into today is um, Pirate of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, blacksmith will turner teams up with eccentric pirate captain jack sparrow to save his love the governor's daughter from jack's former pirate allies who are now undead. starring johnny depp goffrey rush orlando bloom Kira knightley uh directed by gore verbinski um
3: like we said you can check this out on disney plus um and you can see it in the theaters actually right now at the Warren. It's part of Disney's 100th anniversary thing. So, Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Um, IMDb has it at 8.1, Rotten Tomatoes at 80%, while the Meta score is at 63%. This was released July 9th, 2003. With a budget of only $140 million, it's grossed over $655 million at the box office with five Oscar nominations including best actor for Johnny Depp. Zach, we'll start with you. Um, do you remember the first time you've seen Pirates and what was it like revisiting it for this episode?
3: Yeah, uh, probably no surprise. I did see this in the theater. I actually remember like the hype around this coming out and it, you know, kind of I was like, well, you know, it's probably going to be okay. You know, not up to the hype of everyone talking about it. Walked out of the theater. I was like, that was awesome. Like I probably wanted to see it again and I was hoping there'd be a sequel. We'll talk about the sequels probably sometime in this episode. Um, and on seen it obviously several times between here and there on the rewatch, love it even more. And I forgot really, I hadn't seen the first one in quite some time and I forgot how fun this movie was. And it's it's two hours and like twenty five <clears throat> minutes and it flies by. I so, think yeah.
1: I think this became an episode because I randomly just watched it earlier this year and mentioned that it was uh how I just was like, yo, know, this is a fantastic movie. We should probably do it. And I think that's why Johnny.
3: And I brought it up. It was like, it's celebrating 20 years this year. I was like, yeah, we, we got to talk about this. So that's
0: crazy. You know, five years, almost six years of this, this podcast. We've never talked the pirates movie. Um, but what, what better way Craig brought it up? And it was a fantastic
1: watch. It was strategically placed for the 20th anniversary. Zach
0: brought it up with the 20th anniversary. It had a 4k release last year for its anniversary a year early. Um, Yeah, you know, this is a movie that I did not see in the theater. I honestly did not watch until the third one came out. No, the fourth one. Um, Uh Once the fourth one came out, I bought this trilogy set here and then watched all three of them and then watched the fourth one. Um, So I probably saw the first one in like 2013, 2012, when when the fourth one came out. And uh, I was like, you know, the first one's pretty good. Um but really didn't have any desire to rewatch any of the other ones. Um so we'll talk about the sequels. Uh Ed, what about you? Do you remember the first time you watched it? And if not, what was it like for the subs
2: Exactly when I don't remember, but I know it was not long after it came out on like DVD blue and all that. Uh I, I know that for a fact, but uh, no, it, like like Zach said, I, I remember a lot of the hype around it, you know, uh, I remember a lot of people being very excited about it, uh, classmates of mine were talking about it and all that different stuff. <clears throat> um, as far as, like, I've watched this dozens and dozens of times, so I, I know this movie pretty well, and uh, yeah, it's, just, it, it's always the same for me, I always truthfully really like it.
0: Craig, what about you? I know you rewatched it a few months back. Did you rewatch it before today, and if so, what was it like?
1: Yeah, I just kind of did a a, a refresher. Um, watched like the opening fifteen minutes, kind of skimmed through. I skipped all the dead scenes just so I could get like the action, the the, the dialogue that really mattered. Um, but yeah, we uh, we rented it and watched it as a family when it came out uh, on DVD. Um, and then from that point on, it became it became part of us like Lord of the Rings did. Mm. Like when it came out, we went and saw it as a family. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> like like you guys said, there was hype behind it and everything. But when my when my mom specifically, she loves these movies. When my mom and dad saw it, they they were all in and they were they were excited for it. To, to go see it when they came out. Yeah,
0: you, you know, let's, let's dig into it a little bit. It's, it's crazy that it came out in 2003. You know, when we, as 90s babies, think of Johnny Depp movies, we're like, you know, like, don't, don't fuck with our Johnny Depp movies, boy. But, you know, uh Pirates of the Caribbean is one of those movies that certain people know him for roles. I think he's known for Captain Jack Sparrow. He does, you know, make-a-wish scenes with as Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, You know, A lot of people be like, oh, Edward Scissor. Yeah, no, Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, But to to (laughs) go through and dig into this movie today and see he was nominated for Best Actor that year to play that role. And just to watch him in this first movie, I had an absolute blast watching this movie today because, you know, sometimes you get caught up in franchise movies and you can't think about number one without thinking about the terrible number three. Um, But I didn't do that today. I was like, you know what? I may or may not watch the rest of them, but I'm going to focus in on just this. is a solo movie, and it was it was fantastic.
3: Especially yeah, I agree. These, and
0: some of the, the the like the dialogue they use was pirates. Um, the opening, like some of the opening scenes where Jack is battling with Orlando Bloom, like in the uh, in the barn when mm-hmm. you know some of those opening scenes are. Real funny. <clears throat> yeah, I mean,
3: and. Well, let's talk about this for a second I mean his intro is just so damn hysterical where he's on top of the boat and is like sinking down into the into the water um but I think the reason this movie was so successful and you know we we can argue or have our differences about it I just think because Disney made a rip went with the risk is this is based off a theme park ride, theme park ride um and it paid off it immensely paid off you know this because he's easily failed. I know for a while when this when this was coming up people thought this was going to be like the the Titanic for Disney it was going to flop real hard this was going to be they're going to be out a lot of money on this and no you get the right director you get the right cast the right theme a throwback to swashbuckler movies from like the 40s and 50s it was a blast and you know I think that's Disney what Disney lacks today is just taking risk on things instead of doing like remake after remake and just focusing on safe stuff. So, I mean you that's you just my that, opinion on you it. You said it earlier, too, with the score <clears throat> and the sound. Like, isn't this Hans Zimmer? He wrote the music, but the other the, the actual composer is, like, Klaus something. But, yeah, okay. this is technically a Hans Zimmer score. And it, make, it feels like a Hans Zimmer score.
2: One of the cool things, back in the day, uh, I think in 04, 05, uh, I, I played violin for quite a while in school. Uh, it became decent, but I actually got to play uh, the opening theme song. Uh, in, mm-hmm. well, just in class, but got to learn it. Or uh, mm-hmm. the Curse of the Black Pearl. So, I mean, that, that was you know pretty cool in itself
3: just to learn. And that's so score, that he's a... go ahead, Craig.
1: <laughs> no, go ahead. It'll give me time to continue to dig in on this.
3: No, I was just gonna say, and the score itself—he that, that he's a pirate. Just like the theme for this movie, it's so iconic. You just know exactly what it is, and it's just the perfect symbolism, I guess you could say, for Jack Sparrow as a character. It is, it is, it's just too. But between the the performance of Johnny Depp and the score, it's just the meat and potatoes of the show, I guess you could say.
2: one, one thing they truly do with the score that's pretty cool throughout this entire film, and I think they've done it in most of the franchise is the uh decrescendo and crescendo how they make it loud and how they make it you know kind of soft and all that because at times when he's sneaking around or something like that it'll be a soft little you know you know and all that and then when when the big fight scenes it's just boom in your face just loud and proud and you know stuff like (laughs) that is just really the cool things that they've put in uh, here and I mean a lot of movies do it, and a lot of composers do it. Don't get me wrong; it, it's nothing new, but it's just a really cool small touch that they that they do, you know. So,
1: so what I was going to say is, Disney had live action movies prior to this. Yeah, I believe this movie in particular is the one that put them on the trajectory to make. Those bigger live-action movies. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at Disney movies from the 90s and the early 2000s. Nothing really compares to this when, in terms of score, cast, dialogue, action, just Ash. overall. Yeah, how much money they put into it. Just everything that was is about this movie is is the biggest that they did in the 90s up to this point. So, you guys,
0: what what you think? Do you think this movie was so much fun and good and original and successful because when they made it, their initial plan wasn't sequels and to build a franchise because they didn't know if this was going to be success. Because yeah, it feels like this movie is almost. Mm A one-off. Well, if you watch it as a one-off, it's a terrific from point A to point B movie. Um. You know act one, two, and even the ending act three like it's it's fantastic. I just feel like it, I mean, we're sitting here talking 20 years of Pirates, and you know, I, I don't, I feel like it's like not trending because why? Like, I feel like it's kind of been a forgotten film. Well, is it I have because a couple of the theories on that. Scandal? Is it because of the franchise and maybe how bad the last
1: one did? Yeah, yeah they, they changed the cast, uh, so I think some of the chemistry wasn't there. I think maybe a little bit bit of fatigue towards the end of it. But if they were to come out and somehow get the original cast to come out and do a don't don't just throw something on the wall to make it happen. Like if you have something like Top Gun two, where it's a cast yeah. that's worthy of making a film, and yeah. you can put money into it, it would be a billion dollar film.
3: Yeah, well, but if I they mean-
1: if they just try to make a film to go out and say we're going to throw the pirates logo on it and people are going to come out and do it, it's not going to make the money. It's not going to be. It'll, it'll probably make money, but it's not going to be good.
2: Well, you, you've got to understand it's 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 like Johnny Depp has become pirates. You know, has yeah. the Caribbean. Like without him, I mean, Joffrey Rush does a wonderful job. Orlando Bloom is pretty good. Keira Knightley is not bad, but. There's a difference. You know, it is it is him. It's he's, like doing Star he's Wars. He's the face of the franchise. Well, it's we're, like doing Star Wars without Mark Hamill. You know, it, it doesn't work
1: that easily. Weren't they going to talk about... Yeah, they, they so were talking they were about, about gonna, doing a Pirates of the Caribbean movie with Margot Robbie.
3: Yeah.
0: But now that they was those clear and free, they've I think they've started negotiating with him to bring him in
3: I was thinking about this today. If he had, I mean, I think all of us would agree. If he came back and did another Pirates, it would easily make a billion dollars. I, I would agree with you on that, Craig. But I so, kind of think that if he would, if they would come up with the idea and I don't know how this would really work, but if Jack Sparrow had a daughter, cause you know, in this, this, the funny scene in this movie is just like, not sure I deserve that. I think I deserve that, you know, type thing. And cash in on Jenny Ortega, who's like the hottest thing right now, as his daughter i think that could that could kind of be a cool idea to be honest
1: right you now, could still add margo to the mix yeah right
3: now
2: there is on google if you go and search up pirates of the caribbean uh, franchise or whatever have you there is actually a pirates of the caribbean tales of the code wedlocked that states that johnny depp vanessa branch lauren mayer uh walter williamson and several other people will be in the film. Uh, it doesn't state when it's going to be out or anything like that, but it
3: does actually. If that's well, not fan, if that's, if that's not fan made, I mean. Fan you fiction.
1: Know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Added to the true, actual Google. That's a though,
1: short from 2011. This is from I,
3: 2011. I, yeah. I think that's when, um, hmm. of Stranger Strabian, Tide, and Stranger in Stranger Tides came out. So, That's
2: a 10 minute prequel. Say I've never even heard this thing.
3: Yeah. Well, and I, I know during the trial between him and Amber Heard, they asked him, Who? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever go back to Pirates? And he said, No. Like, he's done with that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he, but he said in June, he said, If the story is right, he'd be open to coming back. So I think it's. You know, I think it's a. I think it's a he, he needs some some light bill money. <laughs> I need some money
2: to get more guitars so I can play with my friends.
1: <laughs> he's, he's, the he's, jar of cocaine on the table, you mean? He's also in that long <laughs> yeah, commercial, too. Oh, yeah. Isn't he's he in so a movie far coming far out, far. out, though, pretty soon?
3: Yeah, he plays like Henry the Ninth or something like that. It's like a French type film. He's getting a lot of buzz for it, though, so we'll see.
1: Uh, Gene Dubarry yeah. Jean Dubari, 51%, Rotten Tomatoes. Go back to we, Pirates, we talked, my guy.
0: We talked about the score. We also, uh, I want to bring up the CGI. Uh, some of the undead pirates were
3: kind of hingeworthy.
0: Um, it's two thousand.
3: Oh, oh, I thought they actually held up, like, to be honest.
1: I, it does hold up, yeah.
2: The rum is not always gone, it's just always placed in a different area. Johnny,
3: I think if you drink some rum during this, they, it would look really good. I'm not going to lie. Maybe Um, your TV's
1: just better than ours.
2: Usually, (laughs) pineapple juice goes with it.
0: So, we haven't really (laughs) talked about her at all in the episode either. Um, Keira Knightley, um, Mm -hmm. fantastic. Her first, right? One of her first movies. She ended up blowing up after this with like Pride and Prejudice, um, and some some other films as well.
2: so, I mean of you, course she played like the decoy of uh Queen Amidala in Phantom Menace. Yeah. But that was kind of a wash, you know.
3: I don't think she, she is, even remembers. She's
2: in
0: she's in a lot of um I think she only comes back for
3: she's not in she's, in, she's in two three and she shows up in five, I think. Two three. So five. she's yeah, she's not she's not in four, neither is Orlando Bloom.
1: What, what what about what about Orlando Bloom's little six-year run there though? Yeah. <clears throat> Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean, <clears throat> Troy, um, however you feel about Kingdom of Heaven. It was still a big time movie name when it came out. Yeah, I remember that.
3: Yeah.
1: He he had a good run.
0: Uh, I still think you know, some of the movies he's in lately haven't been completely bad. terrible. Um, the last movie that I saw that he was good in was Outpost. It's mm-hmm. a really
3: good war movie, and someone that I didn't, even, I didn't even know was well. I didn't know who she was at the time, but Zoe Saldana, one of her early roles. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what do and, we think about? No, I agree. As I
1: was gonna say, it's hard to believe that Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tells came out in 2017. I
3: know. Already.
1: Six like six it's, years ago. It's it's not too far off. From like we, I when I sit here and think Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm like 2003 to 2009. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, and
1: and, you know, six years removed, of course, the six years have flown by, so everything kind of seems like a blur since 2020. But,
3: yeah, I and to me, I think
0: you blimped in
3: those, you know, in between. I blimped well, and to me, I just think I guess we can go and talk about the sequels now. I just think they get, get like diminishing returns as they go. Two was pretty good. I, I liked the aspect of Davy Jones. I thought that was a really cool idea. Um, yeah, that's that's a good line. Um, three, I don't... There were parts of three that I remember. Four is terrible. I, I thought, to be honest, I thought five on Dead Men Tell No Tales. I thought he was voted in. I, I just don't think he cared. I thought his performance was bad, to be honest, in Dead Men Tell No, Tell I no
0: Tales. I don't remember two, three, four, or five. That's why... <laughs> Like when I, that's why that's kind of what turned me off to this episode. When somebody one or both of y'all it up, I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about it or if I might, uh, I might I'll get say, there, I might just get yeah. on there and trash the entire episode.
1: De- um, Deadman's Chest and at uh, World's End are that trilogy. The trilogy yeah, is pretty yeah. solid. It's it's a yeah. solid trilogy. It's when they tried to go above and do more, where it starts to get a little iffy. And that and that's where I, I bring in the. Disney was like let's throw that pirates logo on there replace yeah. Kira Knightley and whoever and we'll still make the same amount of money and w- when you get to, when you get to that point of, of thinking that's when the films diminish but when you're doing yeah. it because you have a plan you have a vision you have the the want to to make a great film regardless of the outcome that's when films are great but when you're doing it because you know that you're going to get a money a, a return on investment from it that's when things go south.
3: Yeah, well, and to me, it's just four. I remember it being like Penelope Cruz and Blackbeard. I was just like, I mean, it's kind of cool that they kind of bring in like real life, real life pirates that existed. But it's just like, no, no one, we don't care, honestly. The
2: the premise is cool. the 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 thought of the story is cool, for that matter. But the
0: execution of the story was dog shit. It
1: was really bad. I wasn't.
0: Yeah, I, I. i was super bummed about trying to rewatch this but like now it's like the complete opposite like, oh, one's great i don't think <laughs> two three and four and i will remember i saw the the trailer for the the javier bardem one and you know javier bardem looks so cool and he looked creepy and all, Mar- all, yeah that's all he said in the teaser and i'm like i want to see that he was it was so cool to see him in a, a
3: pirates movie but it just it didn't deliver like it probably should
0: I
1: think and the that, thing about
3: this first one is just it just has magic. It has that Disney magic that really does work, and it's just it's such a fun ride, to be honest.
1: The early two thousands Disney magic where they made yeah. things to make them enjoyable, Good. not for money.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um. The funny thing is, is like the the actual. The original concept for this movie was going to be—it was going to be a heist film. It was going to be Jack Sparrow and his crew just go rob something. But they, the makers of the movie, wanted to add elements of the Disney ride. So that's what they brought in—bring in, bring in like the undead pirates and like the curse that actually happens in the ride. The dog that's holding the the keys that the that the prisoners are trying to lure him over—that's from the ride. And that—that that to me is like if you're going to do this. Pay homage to it, but also do your own thing, which is, yeah. I think, ultimately, they succeeded at the most.
2: And on top of that, you know, Johnny Depp actually going to get and be in the ride and yeah. uh, kind of catch guests off... Uh, off. Uh, there's,
3: you get, there's footage of that on YouTube, and it's quite hysterical.
2: It really is. But, you know, all this has just kind of blossomed into a huge different thing. I remember when I did go to Disney back in 05... Uh, one of the biggest things I wanted to get was some of the like the medallion, the coins for oh. that matter, from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it's different stuff like that that and, you know just were cool back then.
0: And like uh, Zach, while well, so Zach's looking up who who was nominated that year, I, I kind of almost forgot that Johnny Depp was nominated and was invited to the Oscars for like best best actor for Jack Sparrow. You
3: know, it he is would, cool. He that think, is so cool. You
0: would think that it was, you know, another role would have would have done that or, or something in his career. But um, I kind of want to know, Zach, who who was nominated that year with
3: him and who won? Well, well, that was the year that Oscars was dominated by Return of the King*. It won pretty much every single thing it was nominated against. The Best Actor category it was Johnny Depp, Ben Kingsley, Jude Law, and Bill Murray. Sean Penn won for *Mystic River*. I was oh, like, what? God.
1: Oh, it was seen yeah. Mystic River. Academy Nobody. Award for Nobody. Best Actor in a Leading Role was Adrian Brody.
3: That was the year before in 2002. It says 2003. Well, Academy Award, it was not. Maybe Oscar. it was the 2002 Oscars in 2003. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I don't know how to lick the set. That's why what, you do it. What,
0: what did you guys think of the? The, uh, the undead sequences. Were you okay with the undead? At first, I didn't like it. I never, that was one of the, the least things I liked about the Pirates movies was, oh, he's he's a dead sparrow, and you know, he's a dead guy, you know, but after watching it today, I was like, you know, I appreciated it a
1: little bit more. It, it makes sense, because yeah. it's the curse. But he it's also, like, Jack,
0: Jack Sparrow said something earlier in the movie, you know, there's like a scene where um, one of the guys, I think it was uh rush asked him like you're not dead yet? I thought you were dead. And he was like, last well, time I checked, you know, he he kinda like played along like he is dead. Yeah, he, yeah I don't know. But then when he's revealed that he's a dead pirate, he's like, Oh I should I didn't know that could happen.
3: Well I oh, mean he took some he, of the coins from the from the, the thing. Yeah, so
0: and
2: twists it in his fingers yeah. and all that looks up into the could, light and then he's you know could resist mate's I I I think at the very end, especially the battle between everybody in the cave at the end, was fantastic. Um, yeah,
1: when they blow up that boat too, <laughs> yeah.
2: Because there's stuff like that. I mean, don't get wrong. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of elements about this movie that just make it an amazing film. But at the same time, you've got them doing physics with lifting the uh, the bar doors on the prison with the, the bench and. You Know the the sword fighting that they're just trying to go ahead and outplay one another. The there, there's tons of different things, like the entrance for that matter, when he just steps off the uh the mast and onto the uh
0: the pier here and keeps walking, or when he like wakes up to the all the
3: run being on fire.
2: You know, they go to Tortuga. No, I'm just kidding, but uh,
3: well, th- I think the money. Well, I think the money shot for me is really the when the undead are walking on the, the ocean floor that's headed towards the, the British ship. I think that scene really holds up, and that's really what sold sold me on wanting to see the movie when it originally came yeah. out. That tra- that trailer is really freaking good if you've ever seen it or have a chance to look it up. The funny thing is just like the logistics – sometimes when I was watching it, it was just like when Keira Knightley threatens to throw the medallion in the ocean. It's like I guess it is useless It's like – yeah, but they can later in the movie they're gonna walk on the ocean floor. So <laughs> your threat is kind of your right is kind of meaningless. <laughs> let me let me ask you guys this.
1: Oh, go ahead, Craig. Go ahead. I say she's threatening to throw it when they're out in the ocean. Ocean, they're they're kind yeah. of n- near the, the the shore. Shore.
0: Yeah. It's a simple like yes or, or no question. But did this movie like make no, you guys no, intrigued to watch any of the other movies?
2: Uh, Three, does yeah. Them? The it, second it one. Does, yeah. Second, third, and yeah, (laughs) because the second and third I think are solid, but the fourth and fifth kind of fall off.
1: If you're watching this movie and you don't know what two and three are about or if you haven't seen them in a while, as you're watching the movie, you're so engulfed with this universe that you're like, man, if there is a second or third one, I want to see that because you enjoy the universe that they put you in in this movie. And that's yeah. like you said, that's what's magical about it is is it's not just a movie. You feel engulfed in this universe when you watch it. And it's it, that is that is what makes Disney so made Disney so special is you felt a part of a certain story when you watch that film.
3: Yeah. And I remember seeing the second one in theaters and I was very, very excited about it. And I remember the cliffhanger at the end of the second one. I was just like when it, the movie ended, it was like. Wait, what? What is that what is that supposed to mean? And the I, that became the pirates movies really became a phenomenon if you really think about it because the first one's kind of like we don't know what this is. It has Johnny Depp, has some pretty good actors in it, but the second one it blew up. I mean, I remember that figure being packed and the third one was the same way and it was just something that you know, we hadn't seen in a long long time, especially pirate movies, and it just The magic worked.
2: So I mean, think about it. it, Like before that, the only technical pirate movies were like what Hook, Treasure Planet, Treasure Planet. You know, or well, what's Treasure Planet?
0: The Muppets'
3: Muppets Treasure Treasure Planet.
2: Well, Treasure Planet. I was talking about the animated
3: one. Yeah. When was that? That was like two thousand one,
1: two thousand two. Treasure
3: Planet. Yeah, it
1: was a one.
3: But you know, so I mean. Other
2: than that, you though, and they sold
1: a lot of Halloween costumes.
2: Live action was the hook.
3: Oh no, Treasure Planet was two thousand two, so it was just a year before that. So that's Mm. that's kind of crazy. So I mean, overall, what do you think the legacy of this movie is? I think,
1: I think one will live on for forever. Forever, yeah. And And then, yeah, everything after that is just kind of the side items. Like number one's the stake everything else yeah. is side the, broccoli, ears, the broccoli. Broccoli. Or sauce it doesn't fill you up it, it's at points you have good you know it tastes good here and there but it doesn't fill you up you got always I mean, got to go back and verse. You,
0: you could almost you know uh, compare it to one of its counterparts that we kind of talked about uh last week in you know uh recent watches exactly we want to go see Indiana Jones you can kind of compare it to Indiana Jones you know the first one is yeah. Magical one of a kind, but other than that, after that, they just kind of you know all blend together. and fall off. You're
1: still in the lore, but it's it's not the best, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I, I whoever asked that question, that's how I think I'm gonna interpret this movie is someone watch, you know, watch this one, this one will be good, but the rest of them are just kind of
1: filling the blanks, and, and you know what? And, and it's, it's 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 not Pirates of the Caribbean's fault because. You're you're put on limited locations. You know, it, it's a yeah. you're on a ship in the ocean. You can't sit there and be like, I know that ship was in the ocean next to that rock. You know what I mean? Like it's there. One is memorable because it is just really, really good, and it's the first one you saw, so it sticks with you. After that, you're like, okay, you, they are in the ocean, but who's the main character? That who's the antagonist? Yeah. Who's the pro? You know?
3: Well, and I would. I would go so far to say is that it's if you exclude the MCU and all, you know, all the superhero stuff that, you know, we are still going through right now, I would say that's probably the last big Epic probably that was very, very successful. And people are excited for since probably the first Dune, I'm going to be honest. That's like, I know that's like a long stretch. I'm sure there's something in between there, but like those two are like, obviously they're very different films. One's Disney swashbuckler. One's a science fiction Epic but on the same franchise on the same level both of them are they build such a good mythology for these characters and these worlds that you you want to go back to one when was the first 2000, Which part of the one 2001 2021 2021 so yeah oh okay
1: you're okay Never mind. I thought you were talking about the 80s do that's what I was oh, I was hell like no, no, well, no, no there's no, no, plenty no.
3: of other movies no Exactly. Oh, and the funny thing is, this was the third highest grossing film of that year behind Return of the King and Finding Nemo. So I'd say they really they did pretty well for themselves.
0: Yeah. Return
2: of the King. Well, you know, not um, all treasure is silver and gold, mate.
0: Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Yeah.
3: Frosty the snowman over there. <laughs> <laughs> um pretty for a Christmas episode.
0: Jack, do you have a favorite scene from Curse of Black Pearl?
3: Um, the I have a lot. I mean the the Jack versus Will sword fight in the swordsman shop was really well done. Oh, fun, Sam. The the moonlight undead pirates where Keira Knightley sees that you know you you best start believing in nightmare. Uh, she sees the bomb. fairy tales or whatever. You best start it's believing really cool. in ghost stories. Ghost stories, yeah. And then just the whole final act of Barbosa versus Jack. Will and uh, Elizabeth fighting the goons, the attack on the ship—it's just that was really good. And then the, I think probably the, like I said, the money shot is them, the pirates walking on the ocean floor in their skeletal form. So, Paule,
1: uh,
0: how to name a few, it would be Paule, uh, the, the, the the sword fight in the in the barn, um, Jack's dead scene where you see him as an undead for the first time. And then the ending, where the whole ending sequence from the time he is trying to get hung until he takes mm. control of the Black Pearl, um, where he steps and you know he's standing on the sword, so he doesn't get hung. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> we, we can't forget about when uh, they they catch Karen Knightley and they're like, "Hello, puppet!" Like, <laughs> it's a good scene. Yeah. I mean, it's yes, you're sitting it there scared because she's running and you at that the first time you watch it, you're not sure
2: how deep it's going to go,
1: how deep, but also to the level of how evil are these pirates? Yeah. Yeah. Later on, you find out that those two are very comical. They're, they're not very, you know, they're, they're lighthearted, but they seemed evil initially. So, but that that first time when they catch Kira in the closet, you're like, Oh, this stuff's about to go down. Um, So like, that's a memorable Mm -hmm. scene, but also just the opening Part when Jack comes in on the on the, yeah. the mast it's memorable it's iconic everybody knows like if you were like oh what's the movie where the pirate it's they know so yeah. that's my favorite scene
2: Edward? mine would have to be the battle at the end uh because you know when you're it was really cool with the CGI and, 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 and the prop effects and stuff like that that they used but you know, at the end when you've got that one bomb that they place inside the guy while he's a skeleton oh, and yeah. then push him to the light and he just, you know. Stuff like that is kind of dark comedy, but at the same time, very, very comical. Very uh, just awesome stuff. And that whole battle from start to finish was awesome. So if you've never seen it, if you don't care about seeing the whole movie... See that part, and I swear you'll
0: want to see the whole movie. he will swear. Um, and speaking of, did you – I was a little off topic before we get to the star rating. Did you see the – is it the Z-Lands or the, the Netherlands um, new Burger King uh, sandwich that's coming out? No. It's it's the like the, the biggest cheeseburger or something. It's just two
2: buns. Oh, it's and, like, and like four, four cheese. So this cheese, is cheese.
1: cheese.
2: Yeah. That's That's oh, disgusting. <laughs> You That's claim disgusting. me that uh, I'm like the Burger King aficionado, it's, and all three of you bastards know about it's, it. It's only
1: overseas. I don't think it's coming here because people would uh, laugh at unless, it. Unless,
0: unless Edward wants to make
1: a push, Whopper e- Whopper. Okay. <laughs> I, I,
2: I do know a fact about Burger King that y'all don't. The most expensive burger in the world actually comes from Burger King. See, that's see, you're the spokes. You're the
3: spokesperson. We
1: bring you the BK the
0: mo- bucks.
1: There's a caveat there. The most expensive burger in the world at a fast food place. No. In the world. In the world. What is it's it then? A, Give me the details. The, I feel like you're BSing you me. Right does it have special Edward sauce on it?
2: Not Edward sauce, but it <laughs> does made, have a lot of different special. Made with Edward
0: meat. It. You know. Uh, Oh double meat, God. double cheese, extra onion, extra mayo, hold the
1: lettuce. Because I've watched videos where people are like, I'm eating this thousand pound a thousand dollar hamburger because it's wrapped in layers of gold. And they like peel gold and lay it on there. Is it is is it one of them little izo burgers? Japanese Wagyu. I think it's a type <laughs> of wagyu, yes. At Burger King?
2: It's a certain burger king out and I don't trust you. I
1: don't trust you. Okay. We only really tr- really trust them with the king. Their, their with chicken the nuggets clown. are made with raccoon knuckles, so I don't want it. <laughs> <Edward, laughs> uh, you you, you <laughs> will
0: you you will you know how like you know everybody uh Everybody used to be a Monday Night Raw fan. You know, Jerry the King Lawler used to wear his crown while commentating. Edward, would you please wear a BK crown while <laughs> doing this episode? And Craig will wear the cowboy hat. What we cowboy hat? But was oh,
1: sorry. Oh. <laughs> if anybody used to wear a, cow, a, a hat, it's you, old Tiss is uh, little horn. JBL
0: over rating.
3: here.
1: <laughs> this Star
0: rating.
3: This- uh, this week on this week on Ed's Food Diary.
0: I, you know what? We talked about the library one time on a certain episode and it <laughs> blew up. So it's just, we never know with these cheeseburgers nowadays. The, hell, um, the Halloween.
3: I tell you, that conversation was better than the Halloween 4 movie. I gotta, I gotta be honest.
0: Star rating for Pirates of the Caribbean The, Black, the Curse of the Black Girl. Um, I'm going to give it a mine. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good
3: watch. Um, memorable music, score, Johnny Depp. Nine for me. Nine for me. Uh, right there with you, nine. Uh, best, I think it's the best that the franchise ever got, to be honest. Everything you just said, actor, editing, visual effects, the cast, story, and just a sense of real realism is, you know, it's probably shot on, real, shot on location and made it all more magic real. So nine for me. What about you, Craig?
1: <clears throat> yeah, nine. Um, you know, it puts you in a like I said, it puts you in a universe that you feel completely engulfed in. Um, it was the first of its kind um, that you know Disney really put the money, the time, the effort, the the resources behind to make it an epic film. You know, they had epic animations, Lion King, Toy Story, all that, etc. But um, as far as a live action goes, this one was this one was it when you were a kid. Um, yeah. for, for Disney so 9 stars Edward <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and go above and
2: go 10 uh, this honestly is a movie that really really kind of shaped how I loved movies when I was younger I uh, the first three of me are very 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 favorites uh, uh, of any of any movies out there
0: for me Speaking of, see Edward. That's why. That's why you are who you are. Speaking of going above and beyond, next week we boldly go where nobody has gone before, and we talked Star Trek from 09. It's the first Star Trek movie we've ever talked about here on this podcast. Out of all the original ones, Next Generation, this is
3: the one that we're talking about next week. Um, and by the so, way, you've been trying to, you've been pushing this since like day one. who been pushing it, Ed? Star Craig? Trek. No, me. No, Johnny. Me. Oh, okay. To Star <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, <laughs> I yeah, Trek. I was like, I've
1: mentioned Star Trek, but I'm I've been pushing it. Next next week,
0: we're talking about it. July nineteenth, five thirty p.m. Star Trek from '09.
1: The week after that, though. The week after that, Renfield. Renfield. No Mission Impossible.
0: No Mission Impossible. No. What
1: are we doing, Mission Impossible? Probably, I'm probably on when it hits,
0: hits Blu-ray. Boy, she... A lot of us had like super. Craig is pissed where... off right now. I'm not
1: pissed were... off. It I mean, if
0: you like... if you go back and listen to last week's no, two weeks ago's episode. I, um, I was. It, it was. It, it was because the. I mean, the flash. You know, everybody was so hyped. There was times that I, almost nobody went to go see it. I didn't know if I was going to see it. You didn't know Edward. So, just so that doesn't happen again, I think for the rest of the year we might do like Blu-ray releases.
1: Well, I was thinking, you know, it's like it's guaranteed a movie that we all want to see. So I figured at least two weeks out would be. What about Oppen- Oppenheimer? I can understand a Blu ray release like day one.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing with uh, Oppenheimer. Um, so you next realize, one... we,
3: you realize oh, The I Flash think... is almost out of the movie theater, it has a Blu ray release know. in August. It's literally almost out. Like it's. It, that's insane to me. Yeah, and then it
0: hits, I think it hits Blu-ray August the 8th. 22nd, I believe, yeah. Yeah, something
3: before like that.
0: Before that, yeah. Um, so next week we're talking Star Trek. Uh, you can check it out on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, the week after that, the last Wednesday in July, we're talking Renfield. And then the very first episode in August. Craig, it was one of yours. Battle Actually, Royale. Battle Royale. yeah uh, so yeah. Um but we the have original. some emails. We got some emails we're gonna hurry up and try to get to before we get out of here. Um so again, you can email us at C-I-N-E
1: M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. If you don't want to email though, you can call Ed directly your complaints. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, complaints, complaints,
0: <laughs> threats. Harassments, Facebook.com, or drug, slash, deals, write it, <laughs> drug
1: deals, right, Ed? Drug deals,
0: hating children. Yeah. Um, but this week, let's see. Um, Hitman, Fire, Stephanie's top five of 2023 so far. Number five is Megan. Number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, Asteroid City. Um, oh. Number two, Elemental,
1: and number one, Evil Dead Rise. Hmm. Megan um, wasn't my top very, five but it was it was a decent watch when I watched it it wasn't bad yeah. um, Tiffany says Pirates of the Caribbean was a fun watch can't
0: believe it turns 20 this year 7 stars uh, Nathaniel says just seen John Wick chapter 4 before your episode and I have to admit best in the series 10 stars John Wick um, Jesse's top 5 of 2023 so far Number 5, The Covenant. Number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Number 2, Number 3, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Number 2, John Wick Chapter 4. Number 1, Scream 6.
1: The General like Ortega I,
0: effect. I feel like I had a stroke yeah, on
1: my <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can't read today. Um, You can't read any day.
3: (laughs) Get the water. Get the the water. (laughs) Unless it says 824. That's the only thing you can read.
1: Uh, All of a sudden, he has a monocle for them. He's like, 824.
0: Looks like data from Star Trek.
1: Um,
0: Omar says, love the original Pirates film. It's top five for me any day of the week. Ten stars all the way. Uh, Agreed David says first time emailer Long time listener I don't know why but I can't get into any of the pirate films Tried for this episode Because I always watch what you guys talk about I finished it but still not my cup of tea It's a six for me Okay
1: Six is still fairly high for a movie that you didn't care for At least you tried
2: (laughs) What matters You can send your complaints at 405-439-7353 we uh, take right requests down.
0: and all. Write that down. We're going to put it on the bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> um, Henry says Do you guys agree the original Pirates is such a good film, but I think it's an overall underrated franchise? Mm.
2: On the first yeah. half, yes. But on the second half, mm, there's a debate.
1: I don't know if it's underrated because like the first three people enjoy it even though they have like the scores are fairly low after 1 it's like 45 and then 40% for 2 and 3 um I think people just kind of lost interest because of the gap between 3 and 4 and then yeah. the replacement of the characters between 3 and 4
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh
0: Seven ninety seven says, Johnny Depp is my all-time favorite actor, so I'm super biased. Curse of the Black Pearl is a 10. Agreed. Um, we'll read this one more, then we'll we'll mention some other stuff and get out of here. Um, Casey says, my top five of 2023 so far. Number five, Ant-Man. Number four, Super Mario Brothers. Number three, The Flash. Number two, Evil Dead. Rise. And number one, No Hard Feelings. Nice. If you guys want to keep them coming uh, Send us some more emails Next week we're talking our top five Worst movies of 2023 so far Um, Send those in Send in your favorites Um, Send us in your star ratings for Pirates Next week is Star Trek from 09 You can find that on Paramount Plus So a lot of these movies Renfield is on Peacock in a a few weeks So all these movies are very very easy to access Um, Access What
1: What Assess access.
0: Um, but before we get out of here again guys, please go help out. Uh Franco, um, the creator of this uh YouTube channel, go help him out. Um he just found out this week his daughter was diagnosed with cancer. Um we've all known and, you know, seen somebody who cancer has affected. So in this time of need when all they want to do is just be, able to be there for their daughter, um, help them out, you know, um all the links to helping out is in the <coughs> comments. It's in the uh, section comments here of the links of the podcast on the YouTube channel, all over the social medias. Um, so go help out. If you can't help, keep them in their thoughts. Keep them in your thoughts. Pray and uh, share the stuff on social media if you can get on there. Um, if you can't help off financially. So, um, prayers. Kind of words and, go a long God. way. Yeah. So, uh, Everybody over there, uh, you guys, from all of our thoughts and prayers. So thinking Is of there. you. Um, other than that, guys, Chris Pine, Zoe Saldana,
1: Zachary J. J. Pinto,
0: I think it's going to be a, a fun episode. Uh, Edward, have you ever seen Star Trek, from online?
2: Yes. Yes, I have.
0: Zach, Craig, yep.
2: Well, of course, course, I have.
0: <laughs> Going to be should be a fun mm. watch uh, this time next week we'll be talking uh, our first kind first conversation ever for Star Trek so should be excited. Does this bring up anybody to want to watch any of the original movies from the 70s, 80s or 90s? No 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 they're on
1: Paramount no. Start Star Trek started with this movie to me. Uh, oh, I, I I understand the lore, I understand the the people in Star Trek, but this movie is one I was like, okay. I, I can get into Star Trek here.
2: We'll here uh also that
1: that movie from like 03 or whatever was abysmal. Whichever one that was.
0: Oh, the one with Tom mm.
1: Hardy? Nemesis. Nemesis? I think so.
0: Patrick Stewart. Yeah.
3: That's the next generation crew, yeah. so
0: We'll, we'll, we'll get into. We'll talk some Star Trek next week. I think I'm going to try to dig into some of the original motion pictures this week. Um, Star Trek Online next week, guys. Any other uh, any other comments for pirates or for our donations that we're trying to help out with today?
2: Pirates, man, uh, savvy. That's the last I've got for that. But at the same time, you know, can't say it enough. Can't say it anymore. But you know, in our hearts, and our prayers, and our minds, and our thoughts—simple as that. Uh, Godspeed, because I—I—I I, I don't know, man. It's got to be one of the toughest things, right there. But they—they they, they give battles to uh, tough people, so y'all can get through it. it. Just takes time and a bit of a bit of bit of extra help here and there. So you got it.
3: Yep, and like I said, if you are you are a fan of the first Pirates of the Caribbean and you did not get to see this when it was released in 2003, you can go to the Warren Theater and more and check it out for its 20th anniversary, so you know,
2: definitely do that. kind of legit. Uh,
0: I think it's going to be a fun topic of conversation next week. Star Trek 09. Um, Craig, looking forward to Star Trek. Zachary Quinto, don't take all your frustration on Zachary. You do not.
1: Yeah, actually, I I enjoy the cast in this. Um, that trio right there was a solid pick for um, them to start their their version, their generation. Um, and it it really only gets better in the second one. I believe I'd have to see them again, but I believe I enjoyed uh, at least the second one. I'm not gonna say anything about the third. Well, we'll, we'll tackle the first one next week. We'll talk to everybody
0: next week, uh, July nineteenth. Five thirty, right here as we talk, talk Star Trek from '09. J.J. Abrams next week, Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Boldly go, we're no nice. not before.